We're starting the book of Hebrews and some quick backstory in the book of Hebrews. Um, we are pretty sure that whoever writes Hebrews has an association with Paul. Um, and that is largely because of the ideas and the uh, continuity of, of thought um, that goes along with Paul's uh, other works and because the early church seemed to associate Hebrews with Paul. Now, the reason that um, we have Hebrews at the end of Paul's books, which if you'll notice in your New Testament, all of Paul's letters are arranged by their length because that's how they would have been um, organized as scrolls. Um, the reason why we have questions is because of some of the literary styles. Uh, there is definitely seemingly a different literary style in Hebrews than Paul is used to. Now, some may equate that to a different author, um, like it might have been Apollos or Silas, uh, or some, I remember one scholar saying it might have been uh, Prisca, uh, Priscilla, uh, which was why it probably would not have had the name on it. Uh, but Either way, another uh, reason that it might be different is that Hebrews is very much a sermon, um, whereas the other letters in the New Testament are very clearly epistles, they're written as letters. It really does feel like Hebrews is a sermon, and we see that because of the many references that are made. Now, uh, Hebrews chapter 1 seems daunting because of all of these references, but if we follow the logic here, we see the thesis really being laid out in verses 1 through 4, which is the gospel, right? Uh, Jesus is the Son of God, appointed the heir of the world, uh, upholds the universe, sat down the right, blah, 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 all this stuff. And the first thing that Hebrews is going to uh, address is this issue of, is Jesus an angel? Um, is he really the Son of God or is he an angel? And verse 5, right, and 6 uh, basically say, look, this is what God says of the Son, right, in the Old Testament. Um, and this is what he says of angels in verse 7, uh, and then this is what he says of the sun in verse 8, and the whole thing that is being laid out here is, uh, no, Jesus is not an angel because of the level of which God has to, uh, speaks of him. Uh, the level of which God speaks of him is clearly not an angel, and now there's more here, but uh, if you go to Hebrews chapter 2, um, this is significant, because if it's just an angel, then there's a difference to the level of which we pay attention to what Jesus has done and what Jesus says. But in verse 1 of chapter 2, therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard. Uh, that if Jesus is truly the Son of God, then what has he done? Uh, because in verse 8, at present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. This is, as many of the authors of the New Testament are writing, Jesus has lived, died, risen again, and ascended, and we live in a world now that is not yet fully transformed. But it is in Jesus' Godhead, it is in the divinity of Jesus in which our hope is found. Uh, and again, I will put my trust in him, verse 13. Verse 14, uh, we see, again, very clearly what the author of Hebrews is trying to indicate. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise, that the reason why Jesus had to die, because this is the question, right? If Jesus really is the son of God, why does he have to die? The reason why he had to die is because of sin and to deliver us from sin. Uh, verse 18, for because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. 
that in Jesus is the divinity and the holiness, but also the love and the mercy and the justice of God all wrapped up into one. You know, a lot of times, uh, even when I question, right, my own self, like, is this Christianity thing really real? Or I talk to students, right, and say, why is it, you know, Christianity? Why not all these many other religions? And the answer is, it's the only one that solves the problem. That uh, in our systematics, you know, we talk about, uh, we lay out the problem that we can see in the world, that God must exist, and I do too. God must be perfect, and I am not, nor will I ever be. And when we come to realize the depth of that sin, we understand that the only way we can be reconciled is that God himself must come and do something that will reconcile us away from sin and towards him. Uh, and that the reason why we believe uh, in Jesus is because he solves the problem. Uh, and it's the only thing. It's the only solution that can actually solve the problem. Uh, and I think that um, Hebrews is trying to articulate that uh, in a way that was important to the people back then and in a way that is still important to us today.